0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. Today we are talking Hydro. First of all, that promised 25% decrease in our bills. Have you seen it on your bill yet? We want to hear. And for all the criticism, the Liberals' latest poll numbers went up a bit, and the word is, the explanation is that this goody, the reduction in the hydro rate, or rather the deferral, uh, worked. So want to hear from you what you think of that. And then, just when you thought you have a handle on that bill, here comes a new level of complexity. Three utilities in Ontario will run pilot projects to explore different pricing structures on electricity bills. The Ontario Energy Board says the projects include testing alternatives to the current time-of-use pricing, The they include testing, having a larger difference in price between off-peak and on-peak period, which the OEB says will test how customers respond to a higher incentive. So, do you believe that will lower your bills? Would you be more inclined to do your laundry at 2 in the morning if uh, you save more money doing it? Or will it just be tougher and more complicated to figure out the way to get the best bang for your buck. Want to hear from you. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 866 740 740 Right now, we are going to PC energy critic Todd Smith and Parker Gallant. And is the vice president of Wind Concerns Ontario. Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
2: Good afternoon, Libby. Good afternoon, Libby.
1: Okay, great. Let's start with Todd. Uh, What do you make of this pilot project?
3: Uh, Well, another desperate ploy, another desperate plan uh, by a desperate Liberal government, really, to try and take electricity off the table as an election issue as the election rolls around uh, next spring. I think uh, what we've heard loud and clear from people across Ontario is that uh, the Liberals have bungled this file extremely poorly, uh, badly, and... uh, and, and they're trying to do whatever they can to try and make up for the mistakes that they've made, or at least make it seem as if uh, they're trying to fix the problem that they created. But the pilot project that they announced yesterday uh, in the three jurisdictions that, uh, that you talked about, um, mostly uh, York Region and, and Barrie and, and London, um, it just complicates matters even more, I think, for, for most hydro customers who already don't understand the complexities uh, in the situation. All they know is that their electricity bills have gone through the roof, and uh, the government is is trying desperately to make it go away before the election rolls around in the spring.
1: Uh, Parker, what's your take?
2: Yeah, I, I'm basically in agreement with Todd. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, I, I've looked at the variable uh, pricing that they've got here, and some of it might work for certain people in the communities, um, but my view is that what you know what time of use pricing is all about is to re- get us to reduce our consumption or at least even out what is known as the peak demand periods and um you know this is just a, another attempt to sort of say okay you know we don't want you to consume whenever we might have a peak demand in other words industry or you know, the heat is driving up the use of air conditioning. We want you to defer turning your air conditioning on until the middle of the night when you get much cheaper pricing. So it's all directed at reducing our consumption and reducing our consumption, unfortunately, has proven uh, so far to just drive prices up. That's what we've seen in this province.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, that's sort of not the way it should be. Uh, Parker, before we move along here, you mentioned some specific... Uh, some specific areas where it could be good for specific people. So can you be specific? <laughs> well,
2: yeah, there was one that looks like it's aimed at seniors. In other words, people that may be home more during the day. Yep. Uh, so there is one price um, that is uh, sort of, it seems aimed at them because it's it's given uh, cheap pricing, off-peak pricing that's cheaper from um, the 12 uh, a.m. in the morning till 3 p.m. in the afternoon, and then again from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. The problem is that if you look at the, the other pricing that's involved, if you happen to, you know, turn something on during a, on, uh, an on-peak period, you're going to get charged almost 40 cents a kilowatt hour for that.
1: Okay, so are you you said 12, 12 a.m. to 3 p.m. I don't think that's what you meant.
2: At 12, Yeah, no, it's what
1: 12, like uh, midnight? 12 12 a.m.
2: and midnight until 3 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Okay, so the morning is not considered peak time?
2: No. uh, Well, if you choose this particular uh, variety, it's uh, one of, I think, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 different choices you have.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs> <So, laughs> I mean, if, if
2: people are confused about their electricity bills before, they're going to be much more confused. So
1: 12, now. midnight to 3, and then uh, when again?
2: And then, well, and then from, um, what is it? Uh, We're going to find that one again here, the variable peace pricing. Yeah. Um, 12 a.m. to 3 p.m. and then from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. But during the...
1: 3 uh, to 9...
2: So yeah, but three to nine you'll so be So you can't
1: run the dishwasher after dinner, um, okay. Well yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, you 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 know, you're gonna have to, you know, sort of take it easy between three o'clock in the afternoon and nine o'clock at night. And then you can go, you know. Then you can go crazy again. <laughs> well, let
1: me um, let me give the numbers out again. A lot of uh, people that listen to us are older people that uh, may be at home during those hours. Yeah. Does that make sense for you? The caveat being, if you should you decide to run your dishwasher after after dinner, uh, you're going to really get dinged for it if you choose that option. Uh, and also, uh, again, I want to hear from people about whether they've seen these reductions on their bills and whether that makes them happy the numbers to call are 416-360-0740 toll-free 866 740 i'm on the line with pc energy critic todd smith and parker gallant who is an energy advocate and vp of wind concerns ontario and um Uh, Todd, back to that reduction. I mean, if you look at the latest polling, the reduction in hydro does seem to be working for the Liberals at least a little bit.
3: Yeah, I'd be curious to hear what your listeners have to say, Libby. Really, um, I'm just coming off a week's holiday down on the East Coast and I think people have started to get their bills in the mail uh, in August and uh, and they've been looking at them and, and From what I've been able to gauge from the few people that I've been talking to, and it's been quite anecdotal, uh, the people haven't noticed um, much of a change or or any change in uh, their bill, because the price of electricity is actually continuing to rise. And and when when Parker was talking about uh, uh, the global adjustment and the fact that um, the more we conserve, the more we pay because we have these fixed contracts that have to be paid out, it's resulted in higher electricity bills for folks. And uh, and so they're not seeing the change in their bill. I'll be really curious to see if people um, in the GTA in particular have noticed a change. Um, I I think any time that somebody hears that they're going to be saving 25%, hey, it sounds great, why wouldn't we say that it's working for us? But I think the proof will be in the pudding uh, when they actually get their bill to find out whether or not they have
4: saved anything.
1: Okay, uh, well, let's go to Tony in Niagara. Hi, Tony. Hey, how are you?
5: Fine, how are you? Good, good.
1: Tell me about your bill.
5: Yeah, I got my bills right in front of me here. I just made out one just yesterday. Okay. Uh, I'm, I got a 4,000-square-foot home here in Fort Erie. Yep. We're hooked up to the Buffalo grid.
1: The buff- You got your bill from Buffalo?
5: No, we get it from uh, Fort Erie, but it's... Uh, we're hooked up to the buffalo. Okay. New York. Okay. And, I yeah. uh, there that's why I love America. I'm only paying about $130 a month and I got <laughs> all my TVs on, lights on all night long. My mom's paying over 500 in Woodbridge for the same size home.
1: Wow. Yep. Uh I guess you're not one for conf- conservation, Tony.
5: <laughs> well, no. I I just I just trying to tell you that's why I love America. I mean, uh, they get so much for nothing. And we get killed by the Liberals. I mean, I, I was out there in downtown Toronto. I was at Palace Place uh, many years ago. And uh, our bills, well, not my bills, but the condo, everything else is going up all the time. The charges because of hydro and heat and everything else, you know. Uh,
1: well, so I, uh, that's uh, that's interesting. Your mom in Woodbridge, you said,
5: pays... Over 500 bucks a month, yeah. Same size home, roughly.
1: Okay. Does she have a, an air conditioner that's She's running all everything. the time? I don't
5: even have air conditioner because I'm allergic to air conditioning. I only have fans on all the time. Uh, air conditioning. That's good. Me. So last bill was 13170. Uh the month before was 14141, 14064, 14435, 15168.
1: Okay, well that sounds pretty cheap, Tony. Thanks. It is.
5: Yeah, like I said, I love America, you know. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye, <laughs> Bye. thanks for that.
2: The interesting thing there, uh, Libby, is that uh, we export a lot of our surplus power to New York at very cheap, cheap prices, right?
1: Well, exactly. And, uh, well, at least somebody who is Canadian is taking advantage of that.
2: (laughs) Exactly,
6: yeah.
1: Okay, let's go to Betty in Scarborough. Hi, Betty.
6: Hi. Hi. I just wanted to phone that you know. I'm 85 years old. I never have lights on. I have my radio on from 6 o'clock till about 1 o'clock. Okay. My TV in the afternoon. I never leave lights on at night. I use my microwave about 45 seconds twice a day. Yeah. And uh, my hydro bill went up $5, and my gas bill went up $5.
1: And that's for July?
6: yeah that was my last billing in august here
1: wow so that's uh that's not exactly a twenty five percent
6: reduction I don't think so because by i i gotta say my um uh the only thing I used was my um air conditioner and i it was i would say sixteen to twenty hours for the month and that was from about four o'clock in the afternoon to eight o'clock at night
1: well there you go that's uh i guess that's what they would call peak time right guys.
6: Yes, very definitely. Yeah. So, 16 hours for the whole month.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Betty, it sounds like uh, you are a shining example of conservation, and you're very I, careful about
6: it. Well, like I said, I don't use hydro, and I, I only wash every two weeks now with my laundry, so I only wash every two weeks now. So where do I use a hydro that it would go up instead of down? Um, it
1: beats me. <laughs> And then my right, gas right,
6: bill—the right, right. gas was never on. It went up five dollars. So, uh, well, like problem, I'm point. guessing
2: it might be have have something to do with the delivery costs because delivery costs have been rising as well, and Toronto Hydro has been notorious at increasing. Yes, I
6: know. But <laughs> you know, I was expected to see. Oh boy, I can start affording my hydro bill, and then it goes up instead of down. I was I was to be honest.
1: And yeah. are you disappointed?
6: Very. I mean, I didn't think much of the wind government before, but now I have no use for her at all for anything, so... Okay. Betty... I'm sorry I feel that way, but that's it. I I guess I'm still living in the olden days.
1: (laughs) Okay, Betty. Well, thanks for your call, and uh, I hope that uh, you don't have to give too much up to pay for that hydro bill.
6: Oh, boy. I can't, can't give anything else up. There's nothing I can give up, so... Thanks Anyways, for the call.: Thank you very much for taking my call.
1: Okay, bye-bye, Betty. Bye. Um, yeah, um, interesting, you know, we, in our morning meeting, our producer Michelle said she saw a drop in her hydro bill. If uh, Michelle, if you want to turn on the mic, <laughs> maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. Uh, but so so there's Hello? one person. There's one person who saw a drop in the hydro bill. Um, Do you, um, you know, guys? Do you?
3: Well, what what I would say, Libby, about that is, and and I've said it before, when the when the Liberals introduced their unfair hydro plan a couple of months ago, was that um, there there may very well be some people who experience uh, some lower hydro bills over the next couple of years. But keep in mind, uh, we're going to end up paying the piper, and we're going to end up paying the piper big time after the unfair hydro plan ends and we see soaring uh, electricity costs again to record highs, uh, plus the return of a debt retirement charge on steroids that's going to end up being about $22 a month. So, you know, you hear people like Betty who are are talking about not even seeing the decrease in their bills, yet knowing that four years from now, uh, we're going to see massive, massive spikes in the cost of electricity again, that they're simply that he's not going to be able to afford that. And seniors across Ontario, not just seniors, businesses across Ontario aren't going to be able to afford that spike that we all know is coming because... It's coming after an Liberal election. Document. Yeah, we, we saw the financial accountability officer's report. We saw uh, the, the uh, leaked uh, cabinet document that was leaked to us that showed that the price was going to increase. So we know that this is only a temporary band-aid to try and get the Liberals through the next election before the cost of electricity soars again because they haven't... They haven't fixed the root cause of the problem or changed the ways uh, that got us into this mess in the first place. They continue to put up expensive solar and wind contracts right across the province, and that continues to drive up the cost of electricity.
1: Okay, we've, uh, we've got Michelle now. <laughs> Michelle, uh, can you tell us about your bill?
7: Okay, she's getting the mic. Yeah. Uh, my last hydro bill was $30. I live in a semi-detached home in downtown Toronto. I've never seen my bill that low. However, I'm I'm one of those people that gets used to not putting on the dishwasher till after seven o'clock, doing my laundry later on. And now uh, do I have to get used to Reacquainting myself with a whole new time schedule. I'm just, it just sounds like it's going to be very confusing.
1: Well, I, I, those are pilot projects, Michelle, and I don't think that, they're, uh, that, that you're going to be eligible for one. But if the pilot projects, uh, if they like them, then uh, that's what's going to happen. I, I always find. Um, it's it's kind of reminds me of that whole pick and pay thing on on cable. I mean, it just it just when you add this kind of uh, complexity, it's much harder to compare. Not that consumers have much of a choice on any of this, but it just I I don't like the complexity personally.
5: I, I'd
3: really like to see Michelle's bill too because I think. Uh, And I don't know if Parker has any information on this from from customers in uh, downtown Toronto or customers of Toronto Hydro. But I believe what happened with uh, Toronto Hydro customers is when the government announced back uh, in January that they were taking the HST off of electricity bills starting January 1st, um, Toronto Hydro, I believe, withheld taking off the HST through those first seven months of the year Uh, so there might have been an accumulated rebate on the HST for those seven months on the bill that Michelle just received and I'd be I'd be curious to know if if that's the case if that's the case, then that's just a one-time uh, where where the eight uh, percent portion of the HST would have been uh, added up over the over the previous seven or eight months.
1: I, yeah. I, I think that you guys you guys are just highlighting just the total complexity where you know you get a bill and you have no idea what you're paying for or not paying for.
2: Yeah, I, I've been in touch with uh, IESO um, contacts there you know, the independent electric system operator who basically right. are the ones that, you know, pay and charge all the uh, LDC, local distribution companies like Toronto Hydro. And uh, they told me that uh, a number of the, uh, those uh, distribution companies have not got their, you know, sort of act together. And what I think uh, Todd is saying is that Toronto Hydro was one of those ones. Uh, the, uh, the other thing that I wanted to highlight was that the first month... Of uh, what is known as, they call it a variance account. And IESO yes, reported this variance account for the first month of the Fair Hydro Plan, and it's, uh, um, I think, $370 million, which is considerably above what the Financial Accountability officer Office uh, suggested it was going to be. He Sorry,
1: what? V- variance it's a what? Variance account? What is that? Variance
2: account, yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> Explain, this please. Is,
2: well, this is where they accumulate what is either uh, going to be given back to us or going to be charged to us in the future. So, I mean, when they set the rates, they're basically forecasting what our demand is going to be. But obviously, if the weather is cooler, we're going to use less air conditioning during the summer. And if the weather is hotter, we're going to be using more. So they kind of, you know, pick that middle ground and, and hope that they get it right but they don't always so that variance account is always around and it's it's what makes the difference whenever we get those notices from our local distribution companies saying your rates will be for the next six months from may the first to november the first will be this or from november the first to, to may the first will be this uh... that's as a result of the that variance account accumulating either you know surplus cash which would reduce our rates or Uh, A deficit which would be the driving the rates up so that variance account for the first month under the Fair Hydro Act has accumulated about 370 million dollars whereas the average uh, amount that's been projected by the Financial Accountability Office is only about 200 million dollars per month so if the 370 continues it's going to be a lot more than the 2.5 billion annual cost that uh, the government has estimated. It'll be considerably more. It'll be more like three and a half billion to four billion.
1: Wow. okay, let's uh, let's hear from Christine in Toronto. Hi, Christine. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm downtown Toronto. Okay. And
8: as I've listened to the last person, I pulled up uh, some of my past bills, and I have been getting the eight percent. Discount, we'll call it, um, that was started, I believe, in January. So as a Toronto Hydro customer, I have been getting that every month since at least January, since so whenever it was supposed to start. Um, so that's okay. But the remaining up to that 25% that's been offered, when I opened up my bill, I guess the other month when it was expected to start, I believe was to start, what, July 1st? Um yeah. Or so I, I looked at my bill and I'm saying I see 8% provincial rebate, but I don't see another discount until I kind of looked at some past bills and realized the additional discount is coming. Well, the, the discount is coming in your cost per kilowatt hour. So, for example, in, in um, March, back in the winter, we were paying for, um, say, on peak, the highest rate, 18 cents a kilowatt hour. Well, mm-hmm. now I'm paying... 13.2 cents a kilowatt hour per peak. Okay, so are you happy with that? Well, it is a discount. So they offer 25, well up to 25% or whatever their terminology was. You're getting the 8% that we see at the very bottom, but we have had our, our cost per kilowatt hour reduced to make up for that up to 25%. So I'd have to say they, they did what they said they were going to do. Uh-huh. So, am I happy? Well, sure, I'd love to pay less. Uh, The other thing I have uh, looked into is the Ontario Electricity Support Program, and I encourage anyone who might be a large household, lower income, you know, whatever the criteria is, to look at that program that hydro offers and see if you qualify. Yeah, that's very good advice. And that one is clearly, you know, it's an easy
1: application, and if you qualify, it's, why not? Why not? Thanks for that, Christine. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay.
2: Yes, the OESP used to be billed to all ratepayers across the province, so it was spread in the cost of the power that we were getting. That was removed under the Fair Hydro Plan. They moved it over to community and social services. And the last budget that we saw from Mr. Minister Sousa indicated that the amount set aside for that OESP is $500 million for the current year. So it's a big number, and that was removed from our bills. The other thing that was removed from our bills was what is known as the Rural and Remote Rate Protection Plan, which basically supported or gave a bit of a rebate to northern Ontario uh, customers and to indigenous communities. Uh, That's been, again, that's been moved out of uh, the Ratepayers' costs and into taxpayer costs. So that is is where some of that reduction came from, if you will. It's been moved from from ratepayers to taxpayers.
1: Okay, uh, just one taxpayer. That's what I say.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're all the same. I think. We're all
1: the same. Let's go to Deborah in Georgetown. Hi, Deborah. Yes, hi. Um, I have. A, I've been listening off and on in my car radio, so I'm hoping I haven't
9: re- not repeating. Uh, One, the hydro rebate that lady was talking to, most middle class wouldn't qualify. Right. Um, Is this only good until if she gets elected? And two, the 3 to 9 p.m. peak time. So you're coming home in the winter, you're making din-din for the kitties, you're doing their homework, you're watching TV, and you're paying peak.
1: Uh, if you choose that option in yeah. that pilot project, it's as as uh, as Parker uh, said. Yeah. It's probably aimed at at people who are older and who are at home during the day. But like okay. I said, it means that if you want to do, if you want to, you know, run the dishwasher or do your laundry right after dinner, uh, you're going to get dinged. Um, yeah. What about your bill, Deborah?
9: Um, unfortunately, my husband pays it, so I don't oh. really look. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's just how confusing this sounds. Like, it's bad enough now I thought, well, no, I eat dinner and I'll turn this stupid dishwasher on at 7 o'clock at night. But to sit there trying to make me figure out when do I want – I mean, I'm semi-retired. I work part-time. What package is going to work for me? Like, how how much thinking do I have to put behind? Like, which when am I going to use my hydro? Uh, I'm semi-retired, so I am home a lot of the time, but I really don't want to do my – dishes at six
3: o'clock in the
1: morning or whatever. Um, (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Thanks, Deborah. Yeah.
9: Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.
3: Clearly, clearly the best time to do the dishes. And I think Parker would agree would be to set the dishwasher for one or two o'clock in the morning. Uh, uh, we we've seen a record low usage overnight uh, every month this year of electricity, and and that of course is the time. And, and Parker, being with wind concerns, knows that that's the time when the wind turbines are producing uh, large amounts of power that uh, that we're selling off to other jurisdictions at a loss uh, to Ontario. So um, we we continue to see people, I think, who um, have changed their behavior, um, and and when they're not using. Uh, their appliances they're 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 turning them off or they're even unplugging them in some cases but um, as a caller earlier said uh, they're not really saving on their electricity bills as a result of that so conservation hasn't resulted in lower electricity bills it's actually increased the global adjustment which we haven't talked a whole lot about here today but i think people are starting to get familiar with that terminology it's 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 driving up the cost of uh, the global adjustment on bills which isn't associated with your kilowatt hour usage
2: yeah, uh, the actual market price uh, of, of uh, electricity that's traded with, uh, you know, our neighbours um, is about 10% of the total cost of electricity. So the market price has been constantly coming down as we add more and more of this in, uh, intermittent and unreliable variable renewable power in the form of solar and wind. So... You know, the effect it, it has had on our, on our uh, pricing here in the province has been disastrous and that it, all it's doing is creating surplus power when we don't need it and we've got to get rid of it, or we even pay. I mean, we pay wind, the wind uh, development companies uh, for not producing power when they curtail power. We spill hydro on a regular basis now that we never used to, and we pay for that. That's all included in that global adjustment.
1: Okay. Yeah, um, it's also uh, complicated. Let's go to Karen in Dundalk. Hi, Karen.
7: Hi. Hi. Yes. Um, yeah. I live in the in Dundalk, which is uh, the wind turbine capital.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes.
7: Um, I see them in my dreams. I, re- I really resent them, but I just I just dug up my hydro bill from exactly. I got I got one uh, yesterday for the same here, I do September 9th, so I dragged out last year's for the same, and um, so I've really cut down on electricity, I've been very mindful of of it, so you you have to do that, I do laundry like the other lady, once every two weeks and whatnot, so last year at this time I used 291 and a bit of kilowatts, kilowatts, and this year I used 218. So my last few hydro bills have been small. I've been wondering if there's some kind of trick. So, so the one I'm paying now is $56 versus the same time last year was 95 But I have, I have noticed that the delivery charges are going down because I'm out in rural Ontario. Okay,
1: yeah, they, I think they did lower some delivery charges there.
7: Yeah, and it's making, it's making a big difference on, on my hydro bill. So at the moment i'm i'm quite pleased with with the bills i've been getting the last few months so but um you know in the big picture it's it's still robbing peter to pay paul it's it's just uh it's ridiculous but i guess we're stuck with these leases with the wind turbines and there's not much she could have done something about it but chose not to so i guess we're paying the price and we just have to
1: Accept it. What else can we do? Well, um, the, the, I, I mean, and who knows? Even uh, even if it is an election issue and they're voted out, uh, we don't know what's in those contracts. So mm-hmm. that's a it, that's a very good question. What what can be done about this? Thanks for your call, Karen. Okay.
7: Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, uh, bye bye. Okay, we're going to try and get through a few more calls. Uh, we've got Marita in Guelph. Hello.
10: Hello. Um, Yes, I have one comment. We're getting a lot of carrots being dangled in front of us. Kathleen Wynne has been telling us for quite some time now when to do our laundry and when to do our major cooking. And my comment is that anybody who still votes liberal, provincially and federally, really needs to give their heads a shake because (laughs) we're being fleeced by these two levels of government like never before and this 25 percent is absolutely outrageous because somewhere down the line it's going to be paid for and this new scheme that they're coming up with on uh, our pilot project You're going to end up seeing uh, any 25% reduction disappear in a hurry. And that is my comment. So please, people, vote these liberals out. Okay, thanks. And federally.
1: Thanks, Marita. Okay. Uh, Next time, tell us what you're really thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Paul and Pickering. Paul?
11: Oh, yes, sorry.
1: no, I just wanted to say something quickly
2: that the media and the opposition are missing.
6: Okay, go ahead. This con job
2: of uh, the 25% reduction, well, the 25% reduction is being used in the cities like Toronto, Ottawa, and Kitchener, where the rates weren't overly high to begin with. Mm-hmm. And that's basically where their voter base is as well. So somebody should be pointing out this 25% reduction
11: is mainly going to people who don't really need it.
1: I'm not and sure about and, and about that because they did reduce some of those rural rates. Um, I'm going to let Todd respond to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not I think saying they right didn't
5: he, reduce it. Yeah, I'm sure, saying sure. their
2: message is to their voter base: here's 25 percent reduction for you and for everybody else, but you don't really need it in the big cities. The rates haven't been as high as rural. Well,
1: anyway, that's go true. Ahead. But yep, they did yep. do some uh, other things to reduce the rural rate on the delivery charge. Todd, do you want to uh, respond to that?
3: Yeah, I would just say that um, certainly in, in rural and northern Ontario, we're experiencing much more expensive uh, electricity bills than, than folks who, say, live in downtown Toronto or in some of the urban centres. A lot of that is because of uh, the distribution charges or the del- delivery charges that are attached uh to those bills but i think uh, what started to alarm premier Wynne was when she started to hear from people in the city who uh, were saying that electricity bills were an issue when 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 certainly we've been uh, banging the drum out here in rural ontario um for years about the uh energy poverty issue that was uh, overwhelming a lot of our smaller communities. Um, when it started to hit in Scarborough and Toronto, I think that's when the government started to take notice and they started to lose ridings like Scarborough Rouge River in by-elections that, uh, that they had won for for two or three years. So the government did sit up and take notice. Certainly, I think that the, the aid package that they brought in was focused at all Ontarians who are paying electricity bills, but they brought out so many different band-aids to try and cover this bullet wound uh, that it's confusing people. So not only do we have you know a, a time of use program that's been in place now for ten years that hasn't worked with the peak and off-peak and mid-peak pricing, and now we've got uh, pilot projects that are popping up in parts of the province, and we've got these other aid packages like the OESP and the Triple RP program, and for businesses we've got the ICI program. What what the government has failed to realize is that they haven't tackled the root problem as to why electricity prices are rising the way that they are. Instead. Uh, they've gone to the drugstore and bought a box of Band-Aids and tried to fix it that way.
1: Okay. Paul, thanks for your call. Thank you. All right. Uh, John in Brent. Hello, John.
11: Hi. Um, I, the two or three of your callers have been dead on. I think we've really got to give our head a shake. We've put the Liberals back in who have allowed Ontario Hydro, to, Hydro 1 to sell off a piece of the action. And now they're talking about—I don't know if it's finally finalized—buying a coal operation down in the states.
2: Uh, they're purchasing a uh, uh, a company in Washington, are in Spokane, Was- uh, Spokane, and that company happens to own a percentage of a uh, a coal operation. That's correct.
8: Which well, is- and, and
11: we're getting away from coal here in Canada as much as we possibly can, and then we're allowing them to go in and get involved and invest in something that is coal?
2: Yes, and and uh, Mr. Thibault, uh, Minister Thiebaud endorsed that. Uh, he thought it was a wonderful idea.
11: Yeah, like, I mean, I haven't had any of your your callers call in and say, hey, yay, 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 the Liberals are going in the right direction. There's all of us in negative of it, and where are these people yay, yay, yay? And I... I only know of a couple of people who voted for liberal that are admitting to it. So.
1: <laughs> well, they they got a majority government, so someone had to.
11: Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. You're right on. You got the And, uh, right you know,
1: I... I sort of take the 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 polls at their face value i mean until today i have to say that the 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 last time we did a hydro show there seemed to be people seemed to be uh not as angry about it but today uh uh they're um mad again <laughs> but i'm not sure how scientific this you know it's it's but uh i'm, I'm just getting a gauge on things but right. uh you know it, it the the polls seem to show that this is starting to work. John, thanks for your call. Thank you for the time. Okay. uh, I wonder
2: about some of the polling questions and how they were phrased because I I wasn't polled, but uh, I was reading an article, I think, in the Financial Post today, or the National Post, about how the phraseology was, and uh, it may have been slanted to produce... Well, you know, improved-looking poll results.
1: Well, as politicians like to say, there's only one poll that counts.
2: Mm, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Voting day is the one that really counts,
1: Uh, Okay, let's uh, hear from Deanne and Milton. Hello,
4: Deanne. Hi. um, I was just wanting to comment that everybody keeps on um, criticizing the current government. I think that we have to look back how far this has actually um, started, this whole business of hydro and the cost. And where the costs are really coming from. For example, we have a seasonal um, cottage as well. And our delivery costs and our costs there are phenomenal. They're so, so high. Um, I think we have to look at why are we charging so much for hydro? Is it the delivery? Is it the cost to the employees at hydro? What are we looking at? Um, where, why, is, why are we paying so much in this province?
1: And uh, are you okay with the 25% reduction? Like, does, do you think the government's doing a good job with this?
4: Well, I think it's a short-term solution. I don't think it's a long-term solution. I think we have to look at the whole reason that we are paying so much for hydro and where, where are the costs really coming from? What are we paying for? Is it for the hydro? Is it for the delivery? Are we paying because the hydro... Execs and employees, perhaps, are being um, charged too much, like, are or, or, sorry, being paid too much. I mean, and the contracts,
1: really it's those, a lot of those very expensive contracts.
2: Well, uh, uh, delivery costs, uh, and I was, when I, we, my wife and I purchased our property in Prince Edward County, we were listed as seasonal, so we got dinged reason, you know, uh, unreasonably, and, and uh, I stupidly, um, You know, and we're obviously, and we were also classified as commercial, so I was getting a mixed sort of uh, bill. And I asked the question when the meter reader came around, which meter was mine, because I said we're planning on moving here next year. and, um, And and the next thing, you know, my next bill went way up because they changed me to seasonal because I own two properties in the province, and you can't own two properties in the province if you deal with Hydro One. So that's the weird thing. Um, Seasonal rates are much higher, particularly on the delivery line. You probably pay more per kilowatt hour for delivery than you do for the actual electricity that you consume.
3: I can speak to that as well. I just uh, received a bill yesterday from a cottage owner in North Hastings uh, in eastern Ontario who had received a bill uh, with a delivery charge of $116 and 0 (laughs) <laughs> worth of uh, electricity. They I've seen
1: know. that. They charge you 116 bucks to deliver nothing. That's quite something.
3: Yeah, and, and that's not that's not anything new, but it keeps happening, um, and that's the cost of getting the electricity uh, through the wires to that uh, electric socket so you can flick the button and turn the lights on if you need it, but uh, it's
2: very expensive for,
3: for people who uh, aren't using any electricity at all.
2: I mean, and the other thing that's happened, of course, with wind and solar... Going in all over the place, there has to be a lot of money spent on connecting those to the grid. So we're spending a lot of money on transmission costs. I think it's well over. Uh, I think it's a billion and a half dollars a year. Hydro One put into, you know, building transmission lines, and it, most of it has been spent to get you know, um, you know, that solar and and uh, you know those wind turbine uh, generated uh, electricity. Onto the main grid.
1: Okay. uh, Guys, I'm... So
2: that hits your your delivery lines on the Hydro One bill.
1: Okay. um, Thanks, Deanne, for your call. Uh, We're running really quite late here, so I have to wrap this up. Uh, People, Free For All Friday is coming up if you couldn't get on. Uh, Many thanks to our guests, Todd Smith and Parker Gallant. Thanks so much, that was really useful. I'm sure we will be revisiting this topic very soon.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.